Welcome everyone to the podcast. I am Albert and today we begin our ongoing no end in sight journey across Nosgoth. Revisiting it for many of you I'm sure, but for some of you perhaps for the first time. I have resonated with and loved and appreciated Legacy of Cain for over 21 years now. I was, I would like to say maybe 13 or probably 12, (laughs) very young, 1999, when the game came out and I was in Italy at the time. And so my first experience, I believe, was with a subtitled copy. I don't think they did a dubbed version can't remember that exactly but i do remember we lived in montefiore del lazo a medieval village in italy not kidding you can look it up spent only about two ish years there all up but it was enough to be a very formative and special experience for me and indelibly connected with my journeys across Nosgoth. My mum is British, uh, my dad's German, and mum has a sensibility to her of the theatre, and so the Shakespearean aspect of Legacy of Cain resonated with the family from that point of view. I think that may have been why it wasn't outright banned, is because I would express, look, this isn't just slashy, violent bullshit, there's, there's there's a depth here, there's, there's, a, there's, I mean, I was too young to say the words, there's a commentary here, but I, I simply, I'm sure at some point I expressed that there was more to it than just the vampires and the blood and stuff. As a young kid, um, I was, you know, between two languages, and so Legacy of Cain was a beautiful anchor to, to my English roots. I'm Australian, and by extension, you know, Britain is where Australia came from, so that's kind of my realm. I'm, I'm a white dude, and uh, I I acknowledge that, like, for example, with Shakespeare and, uh, you know, Milton, for example, um, that whole realm of literature, you know, uh, and Blake as well, um, which I'm going to... I've outlined the upcoming episodes, but I do want to talk about Blake as well. In this, but it will definitely will definitely be covering Milton and Shakespeare and Eastern mysticism, uh, as Amy Hennig uh, wonderfully outlined in a recently. I saw I read an interview from back in two thousand when she was talking about the game uh, coming to Dreamcast, and uh, just to hear her talk about <laughs> Legacy of Cain with so much like with the whole horizon ahead of it was very exciting like kind of vicariously obviously we know how things have turned out and and it's a um it's in a dormant state now but it won't be for long if we at the legacy of kane podcast have anything to say about it and i think that's a perfect launching off point to introduce uh they're not here with me today but uh, i want it so that their reputations precede them on episode two number one we have my brother from canada fellow commonwealth brother Kyle Card, Japanese residing Canadian actor. So he speaks Japanese, but he is Canadian and he's from Canada. 
he lives in Japan and he's in the realm of games and if you have played Death Stranding he plays the driver of the bridge's vehicle in the third trailer which released in 2018 for Death Stranding and in the endgame himself so endgame itself rather he is erudite he is kind he is open-minded he is generous he's extremely uh, eclectic and uh, has very kindred interests to mine so he's very much in that way of like a brother from another mother type thing and um, as soon as we met in Tokyo in the um, uh, Karakiba to discuss to or rather to non-discuss because the, he was still bound by NDA at the time but there was an immediate sensibility of the theatrical and the I don't even think we, we dove into Legacy of Kane at the time, but it all makes sense in hindsight because uh, he has that. You'll see when you speak with him, and you've, I've spoken with him twice on various other episodes, or two other episodes rather, and he's got a, a terrific sensibility for, for podcasting. Not, not only that, I'll want, I want to be helping him uh, with... Uh, I think he's already kickstarted it, actually, I think. He's very pro, uh, um, a proactive and uh, prolific with, with what he creates and as well as uh, the Benza, uh, a Japanese series he stars in. Um, he's uh, got theatre productions and stuff. So again, the theatre, we're going to be revisiting that theme there. So my theatre friend, my kindred dude, who actually is in the realm of games, as in motion capture, and I, who I am manifesting for to uh, be involved uh, heavily in, in the what we're all manifesting to be the Legacy of Cain revisitation, rebirth, reboot, continuation, whatever. Um, which is, yeah, you have to all participate in that with me because this is a special year, the 25th anniversary of Blood Omen in November, the 20th anniversary of Soul Reaver 2 in October. So big, special, important dates that we are going to make our way towards with uh, what we're aiming for is an episode a month. So by the time we get to, uh, we should be in our eighth or seventh or eighth episode um closer to the end of the year and uh planning on having uh, a very special guest for episode 10 so that will be revealed later um our second uh accompanying clans clans folk clans member is richie from strictly fantasy uh i've only just reached out to him though so there's a chance he might not be able to come however we certainly hope he can, because he is the, and he might try and brush this aside, but he is the go-to YouTube scholar and informant and lore professor, you know, uh, for Legacy of Cain. And uh, and this is the highest praise, uh, I think, you know, in the same way that Zeltic does what he does for Zelda and Vati Vidya does what he does for the Soulsborn and Miyazaki Sphere. Richie does for Legacy of Cain with his excellently well-produced videos. So, if you are familiar with the channel Residents of Evil, think of Legacy of Cain podcast as something similar. Obviously, we are at a much smaller scale at this stage, but the goal is to make our way towards that kind of scale and that kind of activity and community involvement, including streams and streaming the games and etc. So, and hopefully that can lead to involvement with the creators, which I have in other podcasting ventures had the wonderful opportunity to speak to Tommy Earl Jenkins, who plays uh, a character in Death Stranding, um, Die Hard Man, 
and also to Darren Jacobs, who plays Hartman in Death Stranding as well. So Simon Templeman and Michael Bell are out there being awesome, even more awesome with every passing year. And the goal is to reach out with them, uh, reach out to them rather for a Zoom call and to have them on the show at some point. So won't that be fun? And then innumerable programmers, level designers, concept artists, all the unsung as far as I'm concerned, the end credits of Blood Omen and Legacy of Cain, any of these titles, those end credits are our podcasts. Like each one of those names could be a podcast title for what we intend to do, what I intend to do. Obviously, factors of availability that will affect how many people have behind these games that we can speak to, factors of willingness, you know, if they want to in the first place. So, sifting through all that. If we're looking at maybe 200 or so people per game, I'd say a good 20, 30 of them from each game would want to be involved in having a conversation on the show and to have a setup that will be a pleasant experience for everyone, for the archive itself, and uh, for you guys as a byproduct. Good cameras, good mics, that kind of, that kind of thing. Uh, it's just started raining here in Canberra, which is perfect because the cozy, rainy vibes of Nosgoth are, are the real deal. And uh, I like to dip into Mind's Eye Cinema. If you're not familiar, I just straight up start recounting things as though they've already happened or are happening in front of me. So I see for a Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver remake by Bluepoint, who have now proven themselves with Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls, I see a uh, menu uh, where you are able to select the you know load game save game etc it is the same statues from legacy of kane soul reader obviously in 4k 8k hd amazing and it's a dynamic menu screen where like, it can rain on on that statue and it can you know that active select screen obviously they did a wonderful job on the remake of medieval which is also very kindred and tied into my experiences growing up in this medieval village for uh, a couple of years. I also, um, even though the settings are certainly kindred with each other with the medieval aspect, but um, in Italy, I actually played most of my Legacy of Cain Soul Reaver after school at Gisaconi, which is uh, a high school in San Benedetto, which is where my sister was born, Valentina, who is our third host. Um, a great way to segue into my uh third co-host for this ongoing series and uh she is uh she's rad she is a cosplayer um her and i have a a shorthand based on the legacy of kane uh titles like where we'll, we'll spout lines from the games to each other her name's valentina and via victus i think she went by that potentially as a monica <laughs> if i can remember but she would just kind of express that yell that because it just, and her um, middle name is Victoria. So Valentina Victoria Vai Victus Viva, you know. Uh, and at the same time as Legacy of Cain, for us, we were experiencing the majesticness that we will discuss on a separate podcast of Interview with the Vampire. And that for a time, uh, I can remember looking at uh, forums where I was speculating on who might play a good Raziel and I saw the nose and I saw the uh, just the general features of 
Tom Cruise as Lestat, and you better believe I was I was manifesting for that back then on those very pro, um, you know primitive uh, forums, and uh, you know Brad Brad Pitt as Dumas, etc. You know, we are in an era though, folks, where you know you might chuckle on that at that now, but maybe not very very soon. Um, we won't be. Yeah, that won't be so fanciful. It won't be so chuckle worthy because uh, we do have currently in production for set for release in in I would see I would say maybe just over a year. Um, uh, the Last of Us on HBO, which I do a podcast called The Last of Us Podcast, and um, and uh, my co-hosts there, Catherine and and Marie, and I are going to be covering that series. And uh, these are the door openers, folks, for. Not only a uh, the Order eighteen eighty six series, which I also do the Order podcast, but a Legacy of Kane animated series. We have Castlevania, folks, on Netflix, which is a perfect template. You know, these are the pieces moving into place, setting the stage for those lights to go back on on this grand, endlessly revisitable Shakespearean vampire saga, which. I would love to see Amy return to Amy Hennig, who is our goal for episode 20 as a Zoom guest. Um, what a day that would be. We're going to manifest it together, I'm sure. This will get posted to the excellent and growing subreddit. Uh, a true testament to the timelessness of these stories, of their intellect, of their um, world building, of their fascinating nomenclature like uh and i have expressed in other podcasts about one of the beautiful aspects of the interactive art form is that it can you know engender and prompt new like just far deeper layers of um far deeper realms of empathy that we connect with the characters because we're, we're we are ourselves the story you know we are the story we are in the clothes um in the shoes you know the vampires don't wear shoes but we are in the in the roles of these characters these flawed characters these tragic characters um complex gray characters and alongside metal gear uh where there was grayness uh to the plot it wasn't straightforward legacy of kane also uh, had this uh formative aspect this uh, groundbreaking pioneering aspect of a deeper quality to the characters than just the rule of cool obviously there's insanely fucking cool stuff but it's never the point the coolness is as a byproduct of the world building um i can see so clearly a remake being done uh beautifully with uh, modern engines um look at demon souls uh we also another major couple of pieces that have fallen into place is how much the world has fallen in love with the dark Souls series with miyazaki and Tamura Hussein from GameSpot and Kind of Funny recently spoke with Tim Geddes of Kind of Funny and very, very um, astutely mentioned that Square Enix need to do something with it and that he has disowned them until then. But he, he expressed that, um, you know, from software to have them create it would be it would just be TV punchingly beautiful. I would lose all composure and just, I would have to destroy something in my immediate vicinity out of celebra celebration. Um, if they chose to do what, uh, you know, I think Star Wars recently, they sort of opened the stable up instead of just EA. Now 
so, so many people uh, are involved. Uh, Bethesda are doing an Indiana Jones title. Um, Ubisoft are making an open world Star Wars title. So we do live in a world where such announcements aren't unheard of. Uh, and I could see Square Enix saying, look, just like how um, Bandai, um, you know, they share platforms. There's, there's all this sort of behind the scenes publishing, authorizing, you know, behind the scenes stuff. You know, I won't pretend to know it too extensively. All that I know is that there's a creative studio and a, and a publishing studio. Sometimes they're one and the same. And uh, I think for the for the best team to come forward, I mean, Bluepoint are wonderful. They've proven themselves so wonderfully. I would love for Bluepoint's first creative title to be a sequel, uh, to be the sixth uh, closing chapter, you know, the same way that the Star Wars sequels closed the Skywalker saga. That would be wonderful for that to see that closed. Um, we have Michael, we have Simon, they're ready. I'm sure they're ready to wrap something, uh, to maybe re-record dialogue if needed. Um, we have amazing Tony Jaa um, impressionists out there. One of them is featured on my Instagram. I'll kind of try and deftly see if I can name drop them uh, while we kind of go along in this. But I will tell you a little bit about Valentina because I, I dove into the other co-hosts. Um, yeah, so we've played through it multiple times. I have very clear memories, not just of uh, Summit of Ditto, but uh, Soul River 2 is also huge um, for me. Uh, like, in that way where, I don't know, if you've played stuff with siblings, or it's like you've just played a game, and it's like you swap the controller, and Yana Sordren's amazing um, cathedral, or rather his, uh, you know, his edifice, like where he lives and stuff. Like, the Soul Reaver games have something, I would say, inimitable to them of this unveiling of the next step the next area how it builds and builds the narrative it's it's absolutely enrapturing so so there you go so folks we are almost at the 20 minute mark um for this one i did want it to be a shorter episode so that one who uh his name is jacob m keen so i posted on 9th of december 2019 um he's wonderful and he's he does a spot on tony j so we we have recourses for that as well so um and folks i'm gonna leave you with that it's it's it really is a special time uh to begin this journey uh i've uh shared with my co-hosts the layout the unrolling the the rollout of the episodes the the rough schedule i have a similar thing going with dune things can shift things can change but roughly monthly is when it's going to hit and uh i'll sort of um notify the social media outlet the primary one for us is the instagram so i'll be posting this there as well um to give a heads up that this episode has gone out and um we'll we'll manifest this folks just do not lose hope uh everything occurs again it's all this recurring loop remember that and uh we have wonderful things ahead for us with this because again as i mentioned recently on a, the actual previous episode to this one i said a similar thing for the the order 1886 is when the story itself is as compelling and interesting and as arresting and timelessly revisitable as legacy of Cain, that is its own self-sustaining fire and self-sustaining guarantee that it will come back in some form as we saw crash crash bandicoot get remade we saw oddworld get remade and stuff so it's it's going to happen all right so operate on that manifest with us join us on this adventure you know hitch up your 
you know, uh, <laughs> Ustenheimian uh, pony, you know, and uh, pull up your cloak over your head as we head out into uh, the realms together. Be well, everyone, and until next time, I've been Albert, and have a great day. Bye for now.